Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casual and in depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. I am headed to New York City tomorrow, broadcasting live from L.A. You can catch me on First Things First early tomorrow morning on Fox Sports 1. Then we'll be broadcasting from the city. Then I'll be headed out on a train to the Hamptons with Muffy and Buffy and Biff, Shelby's. Hello. Yes. We'll be in the Hamptons. Mm. We'll go out to Montauk. Mm. And uh, we'll be headed to the U.S. Open, Shinnecock Hills, where last time the Greens were so fast. How fast were they? They were so fast, they actually had to put water on the greens during the rounds. In the things you've never seen before, and hopefully we will never see again. Oops. Right? Water on the greens. I think they did. Didn't they do it in Wisconsin at, uh, at Kohler? I, th- I thought that was those greens were brown and, and rolling super fast as well. Um, and Dan Byer not here today, which is my like only golf, um, not parachute uh, safety net, if you will. But last time it was at Shinnecock, those things were rolling. 
And it was like to the point where like, all right, this is ridiculous. So we'll see if they get it right. And maybe more importantly, we'll see if Tiger gets it right. Because the only thing missing in his game, the last time we saw him a week and a half ago, was suddenly he couldn't putt. And if you if you want the story of Tiger Woods from how a golfer would tell you, a golfer would tell you he's the best iron player the, the game has ever seen. And six foot and in, he's, he's one of the all-time great pressure putters the game has ever seen. What's different the last time we saw Tiger, again, a week and a half ago, was he was hitting all the clubs in his bag well, except for the shortest one. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Stop me if you've heard this before, but Alexander Ovechkin is drunk. More on that to come. Right? Like, that guy is on, I won a championship in Russia in basketball. I'll never forget this. In 2001, we won the Russian championship. Champions Virusi. And we uh, we were the first team that wasn't Seska. Seska's uh, CSKA, sponsored by the Red Army. Since Perestroika, that's early 90s, so it's 2001. You're talking nearly 20 years to win the Russian championship, the national championship for professional teams in Russia. And I'll never forget, we landed in Perm, Russia, and there were kazoos and fireworks, and there was like massive bottles of vodka where dudes were just putting their mouths underneath and taking drinks of it. We just obscene. We dro- drove all around the city, beeping horns. They were shooting off fireworks. They dropped me back off at my apartment, and they said, "Godlib, we party for a month in Russia." And I was like, "I just want my bonus and to go home." <laughs> I stayed about three, four extra days, did the parade, and uh, went deuces and got out of there. So Ovechkin just doing what his countrymen would do more on his level of intoxication to come. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio to the victors go the spoils. We got coinciding championship parades, one in DC, our nation's capital and one currently taking place in Oakland uh, where the golden state warriors are once again, celebrating a championship. Their third in the last four years, there's been some funny back and forth. There are a couple of Warriors that are going J.R. Smith without a shirt. Both beautiful, sunny days. Both great celebrations. Both remarkable stories. Most interesting, I think, today is not, it's not yet LeBron Day. Right? Like, we got a week and a half, two weeks before LeBron makes his decision. So now we, we, we dig in on the NBA MVP. And Kevin Durant, there's an article by uh, Lee Jenkins, who's as good as anybody in the industry. Remember, when LeBron left Miami for Cleveland, Lee Jenkins authored the article, co-wrote the article with LeBron. He's done so many fantastic pieces in the league that players feel comfortable with him just hanging out with them. So the day after the championship, he did just that with Kevin Durant. He hung out with the two-time NBA Finals MVP. And I wasn't necessarily floored. I was just kind of nodding my head at something I learned. That Kevin Durant, whether he's a normal person or not, whether you like him or don't, whether you get him or you don't get him, what you should know is Kevin Durant is who he purports himself to be. And it's interesting because there are players who have 
a, a better image, right? Russell Wilson, if you just look at the print, he's got a better image. But when you hear Russell Wilson talk, whether it's the miracle water uh, or whether it's his sale about how much he likes players in the defensive side who have been quoted as saying they don't dig him nearly as much, there's something that kind of misses, right? There's something that Derek Jeter's another guy. There's there's nothing negative to report during Derek Jeter's career about Derek Jeter, but there's just something to the fact that he never really let us in. We never really knew what his emotions were, what he was like. Matter of fact, the most I've learned about Derek Jeter, I learned my son, he has a series of uh, books for little boys. My son's nine, he's reading them. They're fantastic. They're about kind of his ups and his downs. And don't get me wrong, even that is painted in this politically correct kind of message. Uh, a contract he wrote with his parents and about, it make, paints him out to be, uh, though he has some adventures, like the greatest kid ever. Like Derek Jeter has, all he's ever tried to do is concoct this perfectly sterling image that we never get a chance to see. Kevin Durant says, I feel like a lot of basketball players, celebrities put on this front that they're bigger and stronger and different, that they're superheroes. They're not seen as somebody with weaknesses or insecurities. I'm not a celebrity hooper. I don't care about money and fame. I don't need everything to revolve around me. I just like to play basketball. I like to talk basketball. I like to debate about basketball. Huh. Uh, He also says this. He starts talking about pickup basketball, which I love. It's how we start, isn't it? Pickup is the heartbeat of basketball, the spirit of basketball. As you get further and further away from it, AAU, high school, college, NBA, you start stacking layers and layers of nonsense onto something simple. You get money involved. Here I am living in a penthouse in San Francisco, but if you can take it all the way back down to street ball, then nothing will really bother you. Just tie up your shoes and play. This is a wild, crazy lifestyle, and I'm not saying I got it figured out, but I do know how it can affect me if I let it. So I do my best not to control it. I can do my best to control it. Excuse me. He goes on and says during the season, I wasn't good every day. I wasn't on every day. I felt like we were dragging. I felt like I was down too. I internalized a little too much. It was a bit, I, I wanted a bit more meaningful basketball. Steve Kerr said, uh, you try and give him space sometimes, but you also want to lift him up. Sean Livingston said it's challenging because you never know what he's going through. A guy like that is so visible. I thought here's the best and maybe most interesting quote. Uh, the general manager, the general manager of the Golden State Warriors is also a former player, right? He's a former player. And um, kind of interesting on how he says, uh, like, look, he is... KD uh, is who he is. That's who he is. He's exactly who he purports to be. When he's down, he says, I'm kind of down. When he's up, he, he says, I'm, I'm feeling good. I don't know. My, my takeaway from this thing is, um, my takeaway is pretty simple. Like, I, I think that, here it is. This is um, Bob Myers. Says that, uh, yeah, he's, you know, he called Pat Riley. I needed some advice. You cannot move them in a direction. You have to be who they are. But he said, Bob, he, Bob Myers said that Kevin Durant is exactly who he purports himself to be. He's a human being. And he lets you know when he's feeling good. He lets you know when he's feeling bad. 
And sometimes he keeps stuff in and sometimes he doesn't. So, I don't know if you'll read this article and you'll like Kevin Durant, but I do think that you know Kevin Durant, which is so different from so many other star athletes in this space. Where you feel like you know him, you want to know him, they want to write a book, they want to be in a movie, they want to purport themselves to have this, this sterling image, whereas Kevin Durant, sometimes his image does change. He had the burner accounts where he's arguing with people about basketball. You know, he has the moments of awkwardness, the moments where he doesn't know where to go and how to fit in. He, he has this moment to where he knows he's not like Steph, he's not like Clay, but he is kind of uh, just a, a different sort of weapon. And while we, while we want to act like we haven't seen this before, we have. We've had had other uh, athletes who have, I mean, that's, that's what Brett Favre was, right? Like Brett Favre is now coming out and talking about his layers of, and levels of addiction he had to prescription pain medication and to booze. But, but I, I think that one of the things that Brett Favre did a great job of was trying to be who he, trying to always be who he was. Trying to always not, well not trying not to paint a picture. And I find Lee Jenkins' article to be fascinating. My, my takeaway is I, I like Kevin Durant, but I don't like him because I like him. I like him because even the things I don't like, it's at least who he is. Does that make, did I, am I making any sense? Ramos, am I making sense when I'm saying that? Yes. Perfect sense about Kevin Durant. It's, it's honestly, it's kind of relationship 101. Right? Like music, like you're, you're not yet engaged, but you guys have been together long enough to where you kind of like, you know, there's some women who will never go to the bathroom with the door open around their husband to be, or they won't like break wind. Like, look, you, you like, we're going to live together. I got to see you without makeup. You know, I got to see you on your bad day. You can't always, I mean, that's the, the big thing when you get married is that though you can separate yourself by rooms you know, she can go upstairs and you can be downstairs. She can go in the bedroom and slam the door. She can go for a drive. At the end of the day, you're going to sleep in the same bed. You got to find a way to work it out. You know, you can't go to, it's not like when you're dating, when you can go to your house, she go to your house, and you can shut off your phone and not talk to him for a week and then just kind of let things simmer off. Like, it's not really the way it works. So the best way to make it work is to just be real, is to just be honest, is to just say like, hey, I'm in a bad mood. Why are you in a bad mood? I don't know. We're just in a weird space. You know, I didn't get what I wanted at work today. The traffic, the car, I don't know. I'm 29, I'm 42, I'm 66. I'm not getting, I'm just not where I want to be in life. And I'm having a bad day. And you know what? If you're just honest and open, people will be like, yeah, I don't really like how you are right now, but I get how you are right now. And that's what I think that Durant is cornering the market on. Like, I love the image of Steph Curry. I will tell you this about Steph. Everyone I know who's ever been around him is like, he's actually a really good guy. He's actually who he purports to be. But I don't know. I don't know. You know, like J.J. Watt seems to be a superhero come to life. He raised like $30 million for hurricane survivors. Then he's got the, pays for the funeral of that tragedy outside of Houston, the Santa Fe High School. You know, when Hard Knocks goes down there, he's like way off in the side field doing spin moves into the dark. I, I'd like to think that that's who J.J. Watt is, but there's just, 
everyone has a bad day. And when I don't see any sort of bad day, any sort of realness, I'm like, "Mm, that's just image. That's not real. You don't feel like you know J.J. Watt. You feel like you know the character that is J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt, American superhero, right? I, I, I didn't feel like, I don't, I don't feel like I knew Tiger Woods, right? And now, now you're like, oh, now I do know Tiger Woods. I, I, I kind of like him better now. N- no, and, and don't take this the, he's the hound, Perkins, waitress, whatever. Just the, I, and not even the fact that he got knocked down off his pedestal. Just the idea that I, un, now that I, I've read enough and understood enough, all the different things, how his dad was, dad being buried in an unmarked grave and how his mom, it's like his mom's ultimate revenge and how he kind of wanted to play soldier. And like he just, there was childhood interrupted there. There's arrested development is what they call it, right? It was arrested development with Tiger because he was just built to be a golfer. And the second he got the taste of the good life, the real life, like he just couldn't control himself. Like there's just a, there became a realness to it, but it, it was because of the downfall more than anything else. So I don't root for people's downfall. I root for, just tell me the truth. Just tell me the truth. Chargers had a slow start uh, to the season. We'll talk a little football upcoming next. Protecting your home team. Farmers customizable home insurance packages offer coverage options. You can tailor from your home turf at Farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Discover home coverage options and more at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Uh, Chargers are some people's pick to come out of the AFC, but now Hunter Henry gone for the season. We'll ask Melvin Gordon what it's like from being the team that people didn't want around to now the team that people are talking about. That's upcoming next, but first, you know, using TrueCar, you can easily find the car that you want. Uh, not everybody is as blessed as like my brother, right? My brother's got a car dealer up in uh, up in Corvallis, Oregon. Hooked him up. Absolutely hooked him up. He's like, ah, I got this new F-150. But what he did was he used True Car Certified Dealer Network and he found out what the true price was. And so there wasn't really negotiations when you go into the dealership. You just say, hey, look, I want X, Y, and Z. And by the way, he got a sick lift kick on it, right? I mean- Kind of looks like the car Michael J. Fox had, uh, only better in Back to the Future. Remember when he comes back and now he's got a lift kit on the Toyota trucks? Pretty sick. Anyway, so, like, look, you, you cut out the nonsense. You cut out the haggling. You just get the true price from True Car. You find out what other people paid for the car that you want, and your true, true, true Car certified dealer, who's part of the network of 15,000 True Car certified dealers, will cut you a deal. Why? Because they know that you know what it's supposed to cost. And on average, you'll save 3000 off MSRP. So when you're ready to buy a newer used car, visit True Car, you'll enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Aggressive's new Home Quote Explorer was built to save you time and money by allowing you to compare multiple quote options all online. So head to Progressive.com today and see if you can save. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Cars are a lot like sports. you got to have the right tools. You want to go far. Luckily, AutoZone has a free loan tool program with over 100 specialty tools to get the job done right. Stop in today. Deposit required. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Last year this time, I think they had their, their camps, had their early camps in San Diego. It was really, really super, super awkward. Right? Like, hey, we're getting out of town. We're going to have one last camp here before they packed up stuff. Now, uh, they are securely in Costa Mesa, second year in Los Angeles, and there's a lot of hope on the horizon for the L.A. Chargers. And, of course, 
I have a star running back, Melvin Gordon, who joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Melvin, how are you? Good, good, good. Uh, any injuries from last year that you want to disclose after the fact, like like LeBron did after the NBA Finals? <laughs> nah, man, I'm cooling, man. How different Keep is it? How different is it this year from last year? Uh, I feel like we just, you know, I feel like you know, it's a, a lot of the guys back. Um, I feel like you know, it's, it's not too much teaching right now. I feel like it's really just crafting. Uh, we flying through plays. Um, so it's just really about, you know, I feel working on our craft. I feel like the first couple of years, everybody was getting adjusted to coaches, this and that. Um, you know, everything was a lot slower, but coaches has been here. They know the playbook. Everybody know the playbook, so we're flying through things, man. Uh, w- what about the loss of Hunter? I mean, this was, yeah. you know, uh, Antonio gets cut, gets gets released, and it becomes kind of his team. was kind of always his team, his position last year. What did that? What did that do to to everybody's kind of morale when he went down? Um, you know, obviously when you lose a you know great player like Hunter, man, that you know it, it kind of kills your mojo a little bit. But uh, you know, if you were to talk to Hunter and he would tell you, you know, if, if you know, I want you guys to still win the Super Bowl, you know, it, you know, do you want you to your guys to still win the Super Bowl? He'd tell you yes. Um, you know, he wouldn't tell us to lay down just because he got hurt. He would tell us to work harder. Um, so. You know, that's what we're going to do. Um, you know, guys in that position are going to step up, and they have to step up. Um, you know, and we, and we need them to step up, um, you know, to make those plays. Hunter is a big – he's a big loss, you know. He's a big loss for us. But, you know, guys, guys, it's, it's been Hall of Famers that have opportunities because of, you know, things like that. So, you know, we're, we're going to see who's going to come to play. Yeah. No, there's 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 no question. Um, for you personally, though, does it change how hard you go? Like, is there a way – to protect yourself against something like that? Uh, you know, it's, it's just football, man. There's nothing really you can do as far as injury, if that's what you're saying. Um, but as far as Hunter going down, if that's what you're saying. No, no, I mean, um, for, I mean, for, I mean, for you, like for you, like some of this stuff is like, look, I just don't want to be out there, but you need to be out there to get the reps. Yeah. Like, how can you, is, is there, does that, does that come across your mind? When you're, you know, when you're making a move, making a cut, like, ah, I don't need to make a move here just because um, I don't want to run potential getting hurt. Man, you know what? You try not to think about it because at the end of the day, you know, that's just the beast of the game. I mean, it's, you know, it sucks to say, but that's just the reality of it. Um, if you've seen the play that Hunter ran, you, I mean, it's probably something he did numerous of times, but, you know, it just gave out. You know, you never, you know, you never know, um, you know, when, when that play is. Uh, so you take it a day at a time, but you can't go out there and think, oh, well, I won't make this cut because, you know, I think this is going to happen. That's just not realistic because when you're in a game and you locked in and you got that ball in your hand and you're doing what you're doing, you're just doing what you do best, you know? So it's hard to say that. There was a perception of you, Melvin Gordon joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show, a perception of you coming out that, that the thing you need to improve most coming into the league was your ability to catch the football. 37 targets, 33 catches your first year. Uh, 55 targets, 41 catches your second year. 75 targets, 58 catches last year. I know you're putting in a ton of extra work. Now, what's that been like to kind of evolve as a a dual threat? And obviously, I know pass protection, pass pro yeah. is is that kind of the triple threat. But what's it been like for you to evolve as this type of weapon out of the backfield? Well, it's good. I mean, I wouldn't say evolve. I always knew how to catch. It's just you know they, we didn't have to at Wisconsin. So the stigma was just, oh, they only know how to run the ball. They can't really catch like that. But I've been, you know, in practice, what people don't see um, is me lining up outside, catching slants, catching wheels, catching. I did everything I do now at Wisconsin. It's just on game day, we just ran the ball so effectively. They didn't really need to use me in the backfield like that. 
hell, we ever we really didn't pass the ball like that, to be honest, on some days. So, you know, it just it was what it was, but that just kinda went with Wisconsin running backs. That's just that just kind of went with that. So it's a it's good to have Phil have guys around me to help work on that craft because obviously I have to continue to get better at it every day. I got guys like Keenan. I had guys like Gates to kind of coach me on little things here and there. Um, but I knew with Phil, I would have an opportunity to show people um, that I could be all around back. And you, I've, I've shown that. You you mentioned Keenan. Um, you know it's it's interesting. So many people who cover football talk about the best wide receivers. And his name doesn't get mentioned. And then you look at the numbers and anybody watches tape, you're like, wow, Keenan Allen's just as good as anybody. As a guy who's yeah. learning to be a, a, a proficient route runner, what, what is it you see every day that we don't get a chance to see and that not enough people understand yeah. nationally about him? Just, just him being untouchable off the line. I mean, you, I mean, you, you could just rarely get a hand on him. You know, you, you, you barely see it. Um, you know, you barely see somebody getting handled. He's just so nasty at the line. This is what he do. His, his whole focus on everything he do is route running. That's what he do as a receiver. He'll tell you he was born to do it. And when you see it, you believe it. I mean, the only reason he don't get talked about is because he had a couple injuries that kind of hurt him. Um, that kind of hurt him here and there. Yep. But, uh, you know, if you, if you put on film, like you said, man, if, you can't mess with him. He's uh, one of the top wide receivers. Um, I've been saying it. Th- this and this part always gets missed. And yeah, no, look, me knowing enough about the charge, you basically have two redshirt rookies, right? Like Lamp went down last year, never got a chance to play. Mike Williams wasn't ready till late in the season; he barely played. So, whereas other teams are worrying about their draft picks, you had two guys who could kind of learn the system. How valuable is that for you for your team? You know, heading in, he- heading through this off season, have two guys that have been around, but they almost redshirted last year, and now they yeah. get a chance to show what they got. You know, it's good, man, because you know, those are two guys that can help us. Um, you know, Mike. You know, you just see him out there; he do some things that you know he could be special. And Lamp, you know, when he was out here, um, you know, we seen what he could do, and he could definitely help me as a runner. And uh, you know, I- I'm a guy that want him back bad. You know, and. and you know, that's just what it is. I'm not scared to say it. It's a guy that I really want because I know, you know, what he can do. And I know how he can help us as a team. And I know how he can help, you know, open up those lanes for me. So, you know, it'd be good to get both of those guys back because obviously both of those guys play on the offensive side of the ball. And, uh, you know, especially with Hunter going down, we, we, we need all the help we can get. Well, listen, man, uh, look, always always a great catching up with you. Uh, you picked up any SoCal habits? Like, are you are you surfing yet? Are you mountain biking yet? Are you doing nah, any? There's so many things you can do in Orange County. You know, man. are you an avocado toast guy? The true millennial now? Uh, I you know when I was in Dayton a little bit, I was I was you know I got me a skateboard mate. I was doing that a little bit, but uh, people was getting a little scared. Yeah, so no, I don't, I don't, listen, <laughs> listen. I was I was uh, I live close, and I was over. There's a Volcom skate park. And my son is nine. He goes over there. He throws in the pads and he tears it up. I hopped on once, nearly killed myself. I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. Man. I just, it ain't risk versus reward. I, the skateboard I'm thing, you. I'm not sure I would do. Yeah, yeah. I got to leave it alone. My agent was freaking out. Everybody was freaking out. I was like, yeah, let me just get off this for a little bit. I, I tend to agree. Good catching up. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Melvin Gordon, L.A. Chargers, joining us. Doug Gottlieb Show. Don't be surprised when... Uh, you see futures come out, and they're one of the favorites to get to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Obviously, bad luck with with Hunter Henry going down with a torn ACL, their young star uh, tight end out of Arkansas. We'll see if they can add anybody 
through free agency. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we got a bunch of things to catch up with here. Let's catch up with Isaac Lohenkron, find out what else is going on in the world of sports. Go ahead, Isaac. Good afternoon, Doug. We begin in the NBA where Adrian Wojnarowski reports that the Toronto Raptors are hiring Nick Nurse as their new head coach. Nurse spent the past five seasons as an assistant on Dwayne Casey's staff and previously was a head coach in the G League. Yeah, I played for Nick um, in the USBL. He was an assistant coach in Oklahoma City. He was the head coach in England um, in the regular season, coached us in the USBL. I've stayed relatively close to them. Outstanding, outstanding guy. Very good coach. I think he won a G League championship Mm -hmm. in Iowa, I'm going to say. He also coached the Rio Valley Vipers, I believe, as well. He's a really good coach. What's interesting there is he was on the staff. They fire Casey. Casey gets a new job, and he gets the job. So it's it's almost like he's catching the blame. I, I think basically what it comes down to was Dwayne Casey had been there, I think, nine years, whatever, and they needed a new me- need a new messenger, maybe more so than a new message. Yeah, excited for him because he's clearly paid his dues and had success at all different levels of basketball. And you're right, it's it's somewhat rare for an assistant on the previous head coach's staff to be promoted for the head job, but that's what Toronto did with Nick Nurse. Elsewhere in the NBA, as we speak, the champion Golden State Warriors parading through Oakland here with Sean Livingston a short time ago from atop a double-decker bus. It's still special. Anytime yeah. you climb to the mountain and get to share with the fans, yeah, yeah. it's an amazing feeling. Earlier, the Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals paraded in our nation's capital where superstar Alex Ovechkin channeled his inner Howard Dean. Listen. On a related note, the Capitals are believed to have set a record for the most alcohol consumed by a Stanley <laughs> Cup champion, breaking the record set by the 1896 Winnipeg Victorias, though to be fair, the Victorias did only have nine players. Finally, in the NFL, Colts quarterback Andrew Luck threw a football in practice today for the first time since October. Colts owner Jim Ursay believes Luck will have no limitations when training camp begins about seven weeks from now. Doug, it's all yours. Mm. Um... Okay, so here's the thing about Alex Ovechkin. I, I mean, I'm happy. He finally won the cup. Finally won the cup. Has a player ever missed time for an abused liver? Has there, has there ever been a player who's like, <laughs> like I know guys have had gone through detox, whatever, but man, he is, he, is, he is setting the bar very, very high. And by very high, I mean like his blood alcohol content high. That's high. There's a rap battle brewing between Levar, uh, between Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma. Apparently, Zoe has a new um, rap song that's dropped. That's a that's a diss track, right? Isn't there a disc track between the two? Now, um, Colin Cowherd came on before me and said, uh, and said, look. I think this is the type of reasons that Le- that LeBron won't go to L.A. Right? I-, I was on that show as well, though. And I said, do-, do I think that this is tiresome, tedious a little bit? That the LeVar ball, Lonzo ball, the, uh, the-, the-, the need for attention is a negative? Sure. Like, I'm reasonable about it. 
but but I, I honestly don't think that this type of stuff keeps LeBron James from coming to LA. I don't. <clears throat> um, now, Lavar's Le- painting it as didn't he go on to Cowherd and say that that Kuzma, that Kuz, and Zo they have real beef that they're not that close. Is that is that accurate music? That's correct. He he was saying that they are not that good of friends. Um, but he also went on to say that uh, Kobe Bryant was a different type of person, and he also didn't have very many good friends. I don't know. Um, look, there's always a tinge of truth, even in sarcasm, right? Tinge of truth, even in sarcasm. And I think even if this is a tongue-in-cheek dis dis track, where Kuzma and Zoe, from what I've been told, they're actually really close. They actually talk trash about each other on Twitter and post videos of each other on Twitter. So part of it is, I just can't believe a word that LeVar says. If LeVar told me that it was sunny outside, even if I looked outside and saw that it was sunny outside, I would think it, there's a chance that it's raining. I just don't. Like, here's a guy who's such a, a shameless self-promoter that if he can create some fictitious beef between two teammates who are just rookies in the NBA, he'll do it. Do I think there's a little bit of jealousy from Lonzo about the love that Kuzma gets? Absolutely. There's always a tinge of truth, even in sarcasm. A tinge. Uh, Do I think, though, that the beef is real? I do not. This is tofu. This is one of those, you ever had one of those beefless hamburgers? Tofurky. Uh, There's also um, black bean stuff, black bean burgers. That's what this is. This is fake beef. Fake beef. Now, if you wanted to, if, if I wanted to say, hey, look, this is what the NBA is about, right? Or this is part of the thing you're going to have to deal with in L.A., I do it's something it's something you have to deal with in LA. But I don't think it's that you have to deal with Lonzo and Diss Tracks and LeVar Ball making outlandish statements. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I do think that if you're gonna come to Los Angeles, just know that everyone wants to be the car not everyone. Lots of people want to be the Kardashians. What exactly do the Kardashians do? What exactly is their qualifications? Right? They're good looking people from a well-to-do family that have created an an absolute empire out of just kind of hanging out and being themselves and shopping and spending money. And out of that, they've made businesses upon businesses and personalities upon personalities. Sadly, or maybe happily, they are the 2018 American dream where you can hang out and do nothing and get paid to do nothing. Like, what do you do? Like, uh, we go to the store, and then we come home, and we have drinks, and then we talk about each other. That's a TV show. Like, really? Really. We go to Disneyland, and that's a TV show. We go shopping, and that's a TV show. So I, I think in some ways, that's the new American dream. And that's all up. And that is, that's the L.A. dream. 
So the word to the wise LeBron is, hey, I don't think it's a big, there's no beef. I don't think there's beef between Kuz and Lonzo. And if LeBron says, hey, I'm coming here, you got to get rid of Lonzo. Lonzo will be on the next flight out. I do think, though, that if you're going to come to L.A., you got to understand that there are 100,000 people trying to get a reality show. All right, I just learned something about Yingling beer that I did not know. I'll share that one with you. But upcoming next, what are the chances we see the Warriors and Cavs part five? I'll tell you next. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice price. True Car shows what other people paid for the car you want so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We got next hour there. We got uh, Chris Broussard's going to join us next hour. Cool. Plus some stuff on Andrew Luck. I think you want to know. And uh, something new about Draymond Green, which uh, could be the reason you're hearing other names in Golden State. That after we get to a game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Protecting your home. Farmers customizable home insurance packages offer coverage options. You can tailor for your home turf. At Farmers, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Find agent at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Isaac Lowenkron, what's the game today? Let's find out what we have this afternoon, Doug. What are the chances? Indeed. Let's begin with those Golden State Warriors celebrating their third title in four years today in Oakland. We know the biggest story of the offseason, meanwhile, is where LeBron James will be next season. So what are the chances we see Warriors versus Cavaliers part five in the 2019 NBA Finals? I I think there's like a 20% chance, right? That's maybe 25. Let's go 25. 25% chance. Look, I don't think they're the favorites to land him, but in the absence of a perfect landing spot, you can just go one more year in Cleveland and then go where you want, see where the dust settles, make somebody beat you, right? That, that's how they've had an incredible run in Cleveland. They have gotten to the finals the last four years, and I'm sure, you know, look, there's still the, the, the NBA draft upcoming. They have a lottery pick. They can move some pieces around and maybe add another piece. Try and get him to stay that way. So we'll see, but I think it's about a 25% chance. And if he stays, actually, you know what? So to have Cavs, Warriors, not only they have to pull out the move, but then they have to beat the Celtics or the the Sixers or the Celtics and the Sixers. Let's lower that. 25% chance he stays. And then there's only a 40 or 50% chance they actually go to the finals. Let's go with 12% chance that we get. We got Cavs. Warriors 5. 12% marking it down and a lot of dominoes associated with that, including these two teams. Adrian Wojnarowski reporting the Raptors will hire former assistant Nick Nurse to be their new head coach. The man whose staff he was on for the past several seasons, Dwayne Casey, now the head coach of the Pistons. So, what are the chances Nick Nurse and the Raptors win more games next season than Dwayne Casey with his new team, the Pistons? Oh, that's a pretty good chance. I'm going to say 85% chance. Very strong and uh, completely, completely agreed with the infrastructure already built in. 
in Toronto. So we start with the NBA. Let's get on to the NFL, where the Ravens have been exploring ways to use first-round pick and former Heisman Trophy winning quarterback out of Louisville, Lamar Jackson, in their offensive scheme. Early reports say that the Ravens are using both Joe Flacco and Jackson on the field at the same time, with head coach John Harbaugh saying, quote, if you put two quarterbacks on the field at once, what options does it create for our offense? Unquote. So, what are the chances we see Jackson get regular season playing time at a position other than quarterback? I think really good. I think um, probably about 85%. You know, it's interesting. People freaked out when... Uh, there was talk of having Jackson work out at other positions at wide receiver. Fact is that, you know, once he's under contract now, he doesn't really have a choice. Hey, dude, you want to get on the field or you don't want to get on the field. Remember, Slash Cordell Stewart was tre- a tremendous weapon when he played all over the field. When he became a quarterback, he wasn't as dynamic. He still became a pretty good starting quarterback for a period of time in the NFL. I think that's a smart way to use him. Continue to have him develop his quarterback skills during the week and in the offseason. He's not ready to be an NFL quarterback. Meanwhile, don't waste him. Get him on the football field on a Sunday. And that's an apt analogy. As I recall, Cordell Stewart was in that slash position for a Steelers team that won the AFC Championship and made it to the Super Bowl, and he was on the field when, at that point, their starting quarterback was Neil O'Donnell. Elsewhere, the Buffalo Bills, of course, trading up to get former Wyoming QB Josh Allen at number 7. However, Nathan Peterman and A.J. McCarron still taking first-team reps during the spring. But earlier today, Bills head coach Sean McDermott said that Allen will be getting some first-team reps here in minicamp. So what are the chances Josh Allen is the week one starter in Buffalo. I, I hope not good. I, I hope it's it's 10%. Uh, McCarron can can be stable for a good portion of the season. Look, everybody I talk to in the NFL, they all say the exact same thing. Exact same thing. Uh, they simply say, hey, look, Josh Allen's best chance to succeed is if he sits, he learns, he refines, he waits. That's his best chance. So uh, I, I, I think the Bills should let him sit, learn, and wait. Meanwhile, A.J. McCarron, Nathan Peterman, who's got a year, obviously a terrible start under his belt. Those guys become the guys. But there's nothing wrong with using him with, with the number ones in the offseason. Finally, from the NFL, let's head to baseball, where Robert Murray from Fan Rag Sports is reporting that a, quote, top National League executive, unquote, texted him saying that Bryce Harper is overrated and a losing player, and if he gets more than 10 years, $300 million, I'd be surprised. I would not give him 10 years, period, and certainly not at that average annual value. He's just not worth it, unquote. So what are the chances Harper re-signs with the Nationals and gets less than $300 million? So so both have to happen? Uh, Apparently, yes. Uh, if both have to happen, then I, I think it's like a 5% chance. Somebody's going to pay him. It'll be a long, long deal. I, I, you know, I think he'll get more than 10 years, like maybe more than $300 million. I don't think it'll be the Nationals. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. I mean, even if he is that good, I still don't think he's worth that kind of money. I just don't. Just don't. Um... So we'll see. We'll see what 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 Bryce Harper does. There was there was talk a, lo- a while back about him being a four hundred plus million dollar guy. I don't see it, but baseball teams make a lot of money, and this is going to be a really long term deal. And he is productive, and he has been waiting for this payday. 
Draymond Green was exactly what the Warriors needed to win three out of four NBA titles. And he is saying now it's time to get paid. Why that may be elsewhere. That's upcoming next in the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. You know, I have three kids and I try and raise them same way in which when I coach somebody, I always tell guys, hey, when I coach you, I coach you the way I'd want to be coached. And when I raise, when I raise my kids, I raise my kids the way I, I wanted to be raised. I take some of the stuff my parents did, not all of it. Um, I do some things opposite of what my parents did. Not all of it. My my son asked me um, earlier this year, Dad, did you like school when you were a kid? And I was like, no. No. You know, and, and before you answer a question like that, it's like so many of the hard questions your kids ask you. You know? Your kids ask you, where do babies come from? Now, did you ever love anybody before mommy or did you ever like anybody before mommy? Like I, I told my, my son, oh, hey, uh, my high school girlfriend, I was talking to somebody else. My high school girlfriend happened to go to that school. But you had a girlfriend before in high school before mom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. You know, there's a lot of things you you, you just sometimes off the cuff you say. And then you start to realize, wait a second. I got to take a breath before I tell them. So when my son asked me, do you, did you like school? I said, first thing I thought was, no, not, not really. I didn't really dig school. But then I think back and I was like, well, I did like some of school. Like I like my friends or some things I liked learning. I just wasn't in love with school. We just went like, yes, school. Um, so it was a hard answer for me to give him. It really was hard answer. So he said, uh, so we're doing math the other night. He's like, Dad, why do I have to do math? And I was like, well, math and everything, right? Math and baseball stats, basketball stats. You got to know how much you have in your bank account, how much you can pay, what you can afford. You got to learn what interest rates are. Like, what's interest rates? Like, don't worry about it. Like, you still need, and part of learning math, and this is the thing I've learned as an adult, is part of learning math is not the actual math itself. It's the showing the steps. Right, understanding there's a process and a step process. And I said, well, you also need to learn English. You need to speak with good grammar, and you need to be well read. And then my daughter said, what about history? I don't like history. I said, well, you have to learn history. It's the most important topic. And my son pipes in and says, Dad, you just said you had to do reading and math and science is what it's all about. So thank you for listening. But history is the most important because we study history so that we don't repeat it. Right? I mean, the most obvious is, did Hitler not study history? Know that Napoleon attacked Russia, you know, in the winter? That he fought a battle on two fronts and that's why he lost? Right? Like, shouldn't he have studied history? If we don't study history, we're deemed to repeat it. I look at the Cavs and a lot of people point out the flaw of the Cavs is they didn't have Kyrie this year. And that's fair. Now, some of not having Kyrie Irving is LeBron. 
not just that LeBron never picked up the phone, never got on the G, fire up the G5, let's go find where Kyrie is and let's track him down and get him to stay. But part of it is also playing with LeBron, you're always going to get the blame when things go wrong. It's never LeBron's fault. And Kyrie had had enough. But the other and maybe bigger issue is, hey, Tristan Thompson makes too much money. Hey, J.R. Smith makes too much money. Frankly, Kevin Love makes too much money. And, and while you can defend LeBron and say, hey, listen, LeBron wants everybody to get paid. That's great. But there is, in fact, a salary cap. And while, while there is a salary cap, everyone has a value. And so when you watch Cleveland and you realize that they can't make a ton of moves to their starting lineup, the biggest reason is those contracts aren't movable. Chris Haynes wrote an article today, and I think the Warriors need to be very cautious of not becoming the Cleveland Cavaliers. Tristan and JR in subsequent years got overpaid because of how they played in the NBA Finals. The amount of sacrifice they put in to help a team win a championship. And they got rewarded financially, and the team suffered because of it. When the final buzzer sounded, Chris Haynes writes, Draymond Green, an NBA champion for the third time, burst towards midcourt to confiscate the ball from rookie Jordan Bell, then gave it to a team security official, Nurdin said, Syed, don't let go of this ball, Green relayed to Syed, before getting back to celebrate with his teammates, don't let it go. Durant won the finals MVP, but it was Green who took home the game ball, perhaps rightfully so, because if it weren't for Green's financial sacrifice three years ago, Durant playing in the Bay Area likely would have been a pipe dream. I took less so we could go after KD. I'm a student of this game. I study the business side of the numbers where some people don't. They leave it up to their agent to do it, not Green. So by his own accounts, by his own accounts, he took less. Remember, Draymond Green agreed to a five-year, $85 million deal in 2015. He believes he did so at a discount rate. Golden State had just won its first title in 40 years. Green's prolific career was starting to take off, but he left $12 million on the table with the goal of accumulating more off-court success. His agent, B.J. Armstrong, knew they could have sought more money. He was eligible for $94 million. He got 82. The significance was big enough so that they could get Kevin Durant, or at least that's what Draymond Green believed. Okay. What was it that Karan Butler said about the truth? Man, it was a really good line that he said yesterday. Music, do you know what it was? There's something about people are lied to all the time, so when they hear the truth, it, it feels weird, it feels different, something like that. You remember it all? I can't really recall it. Here's the truth about Draymond Green. Okay? This, I took less so we could go after KD. You weren't worth that much. $82 million, you're not, a, you're not a max player. You're not a max player then, you weren't a max player now. It doesn't mean you're not important, you're incredibly important. Doesn't mean you're not valuable. In many ways, you're invaluable. But you know what you also are? You're replaceable. You can say we've never seen another six foot seven. Like, yes, we have. Yes, we have. Dennis Rodman didn't play on all three championship teams. Remember, Dennis Rodman was replaceable for the Spurs, replaceable. He's, he was incredibly important. 
But there are other guys like that. There aren't other Kevin Durants. There aren't other Steph Currys. And frankly, there aren't other Clay Thompson. So does that mean, and remember, the max goes up based upon now what he made last time. Draymond Green averaged 10 points a game this year. In the NBA Finals, he averaged nine points a game. In his last five games, he shot 15% from three-point range. Like, what are we doing here? And you could say, well, somebody will pay it. Okay, there's a lot of bad teams. If you choose to pay Draymond Green max contract money, you will forever. Just, just so you can break up the Warriors, that's great. The Warriors will find another dude. Meanwhile, you'll be stuck with a guy who averages, they're not guarding him. He averaged 11 points and 11 rebounds and eight assists a game. Valuable. In some ways, invaluable, but replaceable. He just is. In the landscape of the NBA, guess what? Not everybody's a max contract guy. Well, B.J. Armstrong said I was where I could get $94 million. Like, B.J.'s your agent. Like outside of your mother, your agent is going to tell you, for the most part, what you want to hear. Most people at the time thought Golden State was actually overpaying him. They rightfully played, they rightfully paid you. Could not make a shot in the playoffs. Couldn't make a shot in the regular season much of the season. And I still really like him. He's still really important. But his level of importance is not equal to that of Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. And Clay Thompson. And Clay, by the way, has said he'd be willing to take less than whatever his market value is. I like Draymond. I like him. And I like the Warriors now he fits. Don't pull a Cavalier. Don't overpay a guy just because you've won and you want to reward that sort of success. The rewards in success are one, being around being allowed to be around all that success, and two, all the post-career benefits. Right now, he's a three-time NBA champion. Draymond Green should not be, in reality, in the discussion of being a Hall of Famer. Shouldn't really be an all-star. But he is because he plays on the Warriors. Is it mutually beneficial? Absolutely. But a nine-point-a-game career score, nine points. A guy who left wide open shoots 30% from three in a pace-and-space era. Yes, he averages seven assists a game. He doesn't look at the basket. He's a point power forward. He's an incredibly versatile, important weapon. Incredibly versatile, important weapon. And I even think part of his importance is getting technical fouls. Like getting technical fouls, getting into, you know, roughing dudes up, getting people's faces, being the kind of muscle behind that starting lineup, being the tough guy. All that's important. It's just not max money important, so... Protecting your home team, Farmers Customizable Home Insurance Packages offer coverage options you can tailor for your home turf. At Farmers, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Find an agent at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Last hour, we talked about the Ravens trying to find ways to use uh, Jackson as their quarterback, right? I mean, big thing is they overpaid Joe Flacco because they won a Super Bowl. Didn't they? Just don't make the... we, We study history so that we're not deemed to repeat it. You just beat the Cavaliers who are blocked by their own ridiculously bad contracts. Why would the Warriors sign ridiculously bad contracts to players 
who have a ton of value, just not the highest value in the NBA. NBA insider Chris Broussard joins the show upcoming next. I'll ask him about Draymond saying, done taking a pay cut. But more importantly, LeBron, where's he going? Chris Paul, is he staying? And is there a real beef between Kuz and Zell? All that's next in the Doug Gottlieb Show. But first, snoring is not sleeping. That's why you need to go to zipa.com. Zipa, Z-Y-P-P-A-H.com. Happy Z spelled backwards. What is a Zipa? I've used it. It's a revolutionary snoring mouthpiece. It's an absolute game changer. You mold it to fit your teeth. You walk around the house with it for a couple of days so you get used to it. Then you go to sleep, and guess what? Don't snore. You're looking for that miracle treatment? It's not a drug, okay? Not surgery. None of that. It's simply a Zipa. Go to ZYPPAH.com. Zipa is a solution that's comfortable, affordable, and effective at eliminating snoring. Matter of fact, in a national study, it was the only solution proven to work by this national news story. ZYPPAH.com, enter Snore66, you get free shipping. So if you go to Zipa.com, happy Z spelled backwards, you will know, you will get this game changer. It's comfortable, it's easy, and it works. Zipa.com, that's Z-Y-P-P-A-H.com. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice price. True Car shows what other people paid for the car you want so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So I guess we're supposed to make a big deal about uh, a diss track between Zoe and uh, Kyle Kuzma, right? I guess that's what we're supposed to do. Um that they're teammates, they're both rookies, and so there's a disc track. So we gotta figure we gotta figure out if it's real or if it's fake beef. I'm going fake beef. I'm going fake beef. Lavar Ball says that you know they're they're not that close of friends. I just I, I don't think anybody in their right mind would put that out there if they weren't actually really good friends. Like what's logical here? Who would ever do that? I'm not wrong. Am I, am, am I uh, John Ramos? No, you're not wrong. And I'm just shocked at the fact that uh, anybody wants to listen to two rap songs by any of those players. I don't think anybody really wants to no, listen to them. they don't. I wouldn't. I, I don't. I <laughs> There's just enough don't. good rappers out there and professional musicians that let them just play basketball. That's what I think they need to be doing. You know, it's interesting because, you know, every, every you know, I don't know about every, but uh, generally, generally, Football players are frustrated basketball players. Rappers are frustrated basketball players. I don't understand the basketball player being a frustrated rapper type deal. I don't, I don't really. You play the glamour sport. Now, it's not hard to record stuff on a computer, to do things in your downtime. This is one of the other things about, about sports, which um, we, when you're an athlete, you think you work really, really hard. Like I, you think I work so much harder than the common man. It's not true, but you think you do. You do something for a short period of time. The common man can't do. And when you're working at that sport, you work harder at that sport than the common man works, but you simply can't work out all day. Now, everyone who goes like, yeah, I was at the gym all day. Well, then you weren't getting anything accomplished. 
the body just doesn't work that way, right? Like you get in, you get your work done and you get out. And if you can do that twice a day or three times a day now, like now you're, but you can't, when you do it twice a day, it's not like you're doing two, four hour workouts, putting in eight hours. You're working out for 45 minutes, maybe for an hour. And then you're resting and you're reloading and you're drinking and eating and playing video games and whatever. Like whenever I've complained about, man, when you're overseas, you got two practices a day. You do. You practice, you lift weights for 45 minutes to an hour. Then you practice for an hour. Then you go home, you have lunch, you come back and then you practice for two, two and a half hours. Like that was really hard, but you know what? All told that's four and a half hours of work. Plus you put in a little half hour of time by yourself and you can do even, you know, you can do even more. But this idea that guys are out there just, and so, so anyone who says like a rap album, like, man, that's really taken away from a guy. No, it's not. You're in the off season. You get in every day. You get your lifting workout in, you get your basketball workout in. That's two, two and a half, three hours of your day. Even if you're professionally stretched and you get a massage, then what do you do? Messing around, rap, messing around doing a rap song, right? that, like you got tons of other time. I'd prefer that to going out. Yeah, rhyme music. So after the Warriors won their title and they had their post-game press conference, uh, one of the videos that sort of you could see out there was Clay was up at the podium. He had his cell phone in his hand and he kept refreshing Wikipedia because he wanted to see his page go from two-time NBA champion to three-time NBA champion. Right. I don't know if you remember seeing that. Yes. Well, what was also reported was this quote, Clay saying, I know Wikipedia is not a really credible source, but I could be on there for hours. Just clicking on different hyperlinks, it's crazy. Like, you could be on there literally for hours. In the NBA, we have a ton of time on our hands. Yes. Yes. Th- this also is the stupid argument that people make this is this is how you know it, you're either being disingenuous or you weren't an athlete, right? You'll get people who say like, man, 50, 60, 70 hours a week when I was in college. You're a liar. Or you didn't play college sports. You just didn't. You know? Or you're counting things that, well, we hung out at my apartment and played video games. We did so as a team. Like, yeah, that's not really... Um, yeah, we had a team dinner. I had to go like, you went to a free dinner and you're counting that as your time as a team. Like, come on, dude. Even it, like, I actually think the 20 hour rule in college is stupid. The, The point is that 20 hours, you can only use 20 hours and you have to have a day off. So you do the math. It's six days a week, 20 hours. What's that break down to? Right. Um, and the off season, it's like eight hours. And now I think they can use like four of them now for basketball as opposed to it used to be two, two hours for basketball. And that's the eight hour. Like, why not open it up completely up? And you're like, oh, because coaches will have their teams practicing all the time. Like, no, you won't. If you practice a team too much, you lose your team. You practice a team too much, they have no legs and they can't play in games. They just can't. Doug Gottlieb show Fox Sports Radio. So when I hear when I when I hear uh, guys say 
you know, oh, it's such a distraction. They should be working on their game. Like, dude, you got tons of downtime. Tons of downtime. That's actually, I had a buddy, his name's Gabe Frank. He's a doctor in, what's the, what's the town in North Carolina that's on the water where, um, where Dawson's Creek was filmed? Is that Wilmington, North Carolina? I think it's Wilmington, North Carolina. Anyway, played at Wisconsin Stevens Point. And then he played in the CBA. And he had to go, he went back and he went to medical school. And he said, like, the hardest thing about medical school is how hard you have to work and how long you have to work hard. Like, when you're in a CBA, you go to the gym and you can shoot twice a day. But that's two hours out of your day. If that. <clears throat> then you got to practice. All right, that's two hours out of your day. So you got four hours, 24 hours. Even if you sleep eight hours, what do you do the rest of the day? Just kind of hang out and play video games. Like honestly, that's that's why that's why the Anthony Bourdain thing hit NBA guys so hard, because they watch Parts Unknown, they watch all these TV shows. Most normal human beings, they get up at six six thirty, they get in the car at seven, they get to work at eight, they're done somewhere around the five, then they drive home, then they get home. Maybe they play a softball game and they get the kids. They want to work out or whatever. Like all of these things, a- athletes, we think we work super, super hard or that the best of the best work, you do work hard, but in much, much shorter instances. Much, much shorter. Much shorter. Cars are a lot like sports. You got to have the right tools. You want to go far. Luckily, AutoZone is a free loan and tool program with over 100 specialty tools to get the job done right. So stop in today. Deposit is required. Get in the zone. Auto zone. Check in with Isaac Lowenkron. Find out what's going on in sports. Isaac, go ahead. Doug, Adrian Wojnarowski reporting that the Toronto Raptors are hiring Nick Nurse as their new head coach. Nurse spent the past five years as an assistant on Dwayne Casey's staff and previously was a head coach in the G League. As we speak, Steph Curry and the NBA champion Golden State Warriors are parading through Oakland. I told myself in a bus when I got out here, this is the third parade. There's a t- human nature says... It's not that cool. You've done this before. I want to enjoy this as much as uh, as I did the first one, the second one, which is what I'm about to go do right now. <laughs> one of the more heartwarming moments of the parade came when Warriors rookie backup center Jordan Bell ran out of Hennessy while atop one of the Warriors' double-decker buses. Bell began asking fans in the crowd if anyone had any more Hennessy, and sure enough, Someone did. So Bell got off the double-decker bus, went into the crowd to take two large gulps. And a detail present- was was it J.R. Smith in the crowd? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I looked very closely, and uh, although it was not J.R. Smith, in a detail presented without comment, the guy who had the Hennessy, the extra Hennessy for Jordan Bell, was wearing a Raiders hat. Earlier today, the Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals paraded in our nation's capital where painfully shy superstar Alex Ovechkin once again mm-hmm. struggled to express his emotions. Finally, in the NFL, Colts QB Andrew Luck threw a football in practice today for the first time since October. Owner Jim Irsay believes Luck will not have any limitations when training camp begins some seven weeks from now. I'm going to go hang out with Jordan Bell, Doug. I'll see you later. Back to you. Isaac, what's your uh, alcohol of choice? 
Not really into it, believe it or not. No, it's okay. I mean, yeah. it's fine that you're not into it. I'm just wondering what your alcohol choice is. If I you're... mean, I, is a legitimate answer uh, beer, but to cook with, like to make beer bread with? What uh, what kind of beer? Uh, hasn't been a while. I guess um, nothing beats a butt, I guess, to make okay. beer bread with. All right, yeah. that, that was to make beer bread with. Uh, what about you, Ramos? You say you don't drink very much. You don't drink at all? Oh, no, I, I'll have some uh, margarita, you know, pina coladas, things like that, but okay, not so, beer. So uh, um, a margarita is made with tequila. Yes. What is there a specific tequila? I think the Cuer- Jose Cuervo, the 1500 or the El Presidente, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. It's good. Solid stuff. And then the pina colada, is that rum? Is that made with rum? Rum, yeah. What kind of rum do you and, like? What's the one that has the- uh, the, the, coco- ga- the coconut flavor? Mm-hmm. Captain Morgan? Captain Morgan, oh, that's Captain it. Morgan. That's <laughs> Captain, Morgan. Captain. What about you there, music? Like these guys that love Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> I've honestly never had Hennessy. I don't really know what the. Th- you play what? volleyball. You play basketball. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's Why like. Why don't we, like, listen, we just can't. For some reason, we're not allowed to say what I'm going to say. Okay. But Hennessy's, like, it's a black, a black guy thing. It's like Cavassier. Like, I've never, like, I never heard of Cavassier. I got to college. I'm like, yo, we on to Cavassier. I was like, all right. Honestly, I don't even know what that is. Cavassier is another kind of liquor. Okay. Pass the Cavassier. This is a rap song. Pass the Cavassier. No, nothing? I got nothing for you. <laughs> nothing? What do volleyball guys at Cal State Northridge drink? drink uh, well, beer. in college, yeah, we just drank really crummy cheap beer like Keystone Light. I mean, what else? Are you really supposed to be drinking Hennessy in college? I thought that's like expensive stuff. I don't think it's crazy expensive. Oh, really? I always oh, thought man. it was supposed to be expensive. Like, I, I don't no think idea. it's cheap. Uh, okay, if you get a shot, what kind of shots do you get? In college or now? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, well, you said, it, what do volleyball players at Cal State Northridge drink? We drank Keystone Light and plastic handles of vodka. I mean, what else are you supposed to drink in college? What kind of vodka? Uh, I mean, I don't like vodka anymore, but back then I couldn't even tell you what you it was called. You don't like vodka now? I, it's all right. I'm, I've turned more into, I'll drink beer and I like like pale ales or IPAs. Oh, that's um, right. You're into wine too, aren't and you? And then, yeah, I'll drink wine. Like, dude, you have, I mean, you, you have champagne taste on a, uh, on oh, a beer yeah. budget. Absolutely. For, for yeah. sure. 100%. Man, that's that's fascinating. Um, but then do, you don't drink a lot because you can't afford it. So then you only drink when you want to sit down and enjoy it. Good point. Uh, Ramos, you ever get a shot? I took a shot of tequila at my uh, best friend's uh, bachelor party, and it was more, more than I should have taken. Much well, more. What was it? It was tequila. It was just, it was, I remember shot glasses or, you know, a certain size, and this was not a shot glass. They put our tequila in like a cup or a, a glass that was bigger, and I just drank the whole thing. I didn't realize it was bigger than the actual shot glass, and it, it was a lot. My whole stomach turned hot. What, what was it? Tequila. Well, you now you you just did straight tequila. What kind of tequila was it? Oh, I, they just passed it out. I grabbed it. It was a bachelor party. I just drank the whole thing. I just went, wow. I think that was too much. Yeah. So so uh, I didn't feel good this after is, that. This is high dollar stuff. But uh, a couple years ago, Charles Barkley got me into Don Julio. Nineteen forty two. Nineteen forty two. Yeah, jeez. Now it's a. Sip- I have expensive taste. Get out of here. No, that's man. that's a sipping. It's a sipping tequila. No, I tell people all the time. Like people are like, hey, what can I get you? And be like housewarming, can I get you a bottle of wine? Like, no, get me some nineteen forty two. Like it's it's about the cost of a, a nice bottle of wine. And um my wife likes white, but she barely drinks wine. I like red, but 
I would much prefer like a sipping tequila goes so much further because you can have it, pour yourself a glass, sip on it, and then close it up and then not have another for a month. It's great. It's great. Like I had no idea, no idea it even existed. And then he was, he was on that. Yes, Robert. Where does brandy and whiskey fall in all this stuff? Those are also like smooth, right? Isn't well, there's lots smooth? of, I had this conversation. We haven't had Aaron Rodgers. So we need to get Aaron Rodgers on this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a, he's not a whiskey guy. He's not a brandy guy. He's a scotch guy. And I another think, good one, yeah. And well, scotch guy is, scotch guy is the wine guy of liquor, right? To where they just think they're so much smarter than everybody. Like, do you go single malt? Do you go double malt? Oh, and they start talking scotch, 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 scotch. I love scotch. This one's smoky. This one's like, it all tastes like it burns going down my throat. Ugh. Uh, um, brandy. I don't know. I I don't know any. I I've never. I don't know if I've ever had brandy. I I guess I've had it in mixed drinks. I, I guess I've had it in mixed drinks. Um. And then what was the other one you asked about? Whiskey. whiskey. I guess Tennessee whiskey is Tennessee popular. whiskey is really good. Now yeah. there's Tennessee honey. You ever had that honey whiskey? No, just the. And this is one of those things I don't traditionally like whiskey, and I don't really like honey. But Tennessee honey, it's like the opposite of women's basketball. Love women, loves basketball. Put them together. Not so <laughs> much. That much. Um, Tennessee honey, I like. When I was in college, my man Kyle Waters, who's now a an associate athletic director at Oklahoma State. He had the he had the house that everybody go to to drink at th- on Thursday night, and they would break out Windsor whiskey. That was like a plastic handle whiskey, like you were talking about. Uh, Windsor whiskey is cheaper down the line, and you would feel that the next day. And that's like one step ahead of one, just one step above moonshine. It's basically what it is. So the the whole uh, Hennessy. How much do you think Hennessy is a bottle? I'm sure there's different tiers of it, but what the cheapest version? Yeah, I'd say probably thirty or forty dollars. Well, there is super, there is yeah. super expensive. Hennessy. It's like it's like Jack Daniels. You, the regular Jack Daniels is like what twenty five dollars, but then they have what they consider their nice version, which I'm sure is probably like eighty or something. Yeah, regular you can get uh, a seven fifty for like uh, thirty two dollars, you know, and then you just kind of keep going up in level, and then there's some super 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 uh, expensive. Hennessy, uh, I think it's Richard is what it's called. Hennessy, and that's like four thousand bucks. What? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oldest, extremely rare. Some date from the early nineteenth century. <laughs> early nineteenth century, not just nineteenth century. <laughs> yeah, that's like the super. That's like early, the very high end. But most of it, Hennessy, very special cognac, seven hundred fifty milliliters. That's fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. So. I mean, you're looking at, a, at anything from fifty dollars to a couple hundred bucks to a couple thousand bucks if you want to have something special. But that almost becomes like art. You drink it, you sip it once a year. Can you imagine though when you get if you buy a four thousand dollar bottle of Hennessy, like, and some guy you really doesn't like come over and like, hey, why don't we try that Hennessy? Like, nah, it's for special occasions. Thought this was one. Like, you're not that special. That's a hard <laughs> conversation to have. It's a hard conversation to have. But that's that's one of those that's like Cavassier, not my not my jam. Here is Andrew Luck earlier today after throwing a football, not the Duke. He threw a I think a high school size football for the first time today. Yeah, so it's a little it's a lighter football. It's sort of a bridge. I've 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 thrown a real football, the Duke, whatever you want to call it. I've <laughs> I've picked it up and I've thrown it. 
and it felt great. And, it, and honestly, there was a little mental block to doing it, and I, I had to do it. I had pain last year, right? I, I, pain, and that I wasn't being honest to myself about, and that's that's a long, yeah, that's yeah. And I was trying to get through pain per se. There's none of that right now. All right, so do, are we all in on Andrew Luck being back? He says no pain at all. No pain. No pain. No pain. No pain. No pain. Like Rocky when he was training with uh, with Apollo. No pain. No pain. Think about this. Would we ever have the discussion? Have we ever had the discussion about uh, pick a baseball player swinging a baseball bat after injury? Or a pitcher, even coming back, going like two years without throwing a baseball? We just we haven't had that discussion. I think this the, the closest thing to this is Tiger Woods not swinging a golf club. Remember, he had back surgery, and he couldn't swing a golf club for like six months. So, I, like, that part is, is fascinating to me that here we're talking, we have no idea how he'll look on a football field, but we're making, and we, I guess we should make a big deal that Andrew Luck is actually throwing a football. Can you believe it? He's throwing a football. This is breaking rightfully. Isaac Lohenkron has as a lead to one of the lead stories. It's a big thing. The at the time he signed his deal, highest paid quarterback in the NFL has finally thrown a football in public, albeit not an NFL football. So I, I think it's a good day. Here's Frank Reich after practice discussing luck. This was mismimicked exactly what we did last week. We didn't change anything except for the fact that he came out here. Tomorrow will be a little bit more throwing than he did today. I can just tell you he's looked really good in the session. There's been enough sessions that I've seen, you know, with whatever kind of ball it is, it's looked good. Is Hennessy black guy scotch? Is that what it is? Or is scotch scotch and Hennessy Hennessy? I mean, it's a really good question, right? We need Broussard. What happened with Broussard? He blew us off? He's, he's taping for uh, Speak for Yourself? He is, in theory, supposed to join us now at 2.20 Pacific. We're going to ask him. Does Chris drink, though? I, you know, you've known him longer than I have. I don't think I've ever been out with him drinking, though. Whitlock, Whitlock is the one we need to ask about this one. Call Whitlock. See if they're done taping. Whitlock's got a bunch of stuff he wants to talk about, but I want to ask him if Hennessy is, is black eye scotch or just scotch scotch. Like, I honestly don't know. I need to be educated on this thing. It's real talk coming up on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Plus, is LeBron James a good teammate? One NBA champion has some interesting thoughts. We'll share them with you next. Online shopping can be confusing. Well, not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Give you my thoughts on the uh, Lonzo Kuzma beef and uh, what it actually is and where it actually could go. Uh, that upcoming. It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Amazing, interesting time in the NBA. You'll hear Steven uh, Jackson's thoughts on LeBron and on Kobe's thoughts on LeBron upcoming. Quick question, Ramos. How are you with chopsticks? I like using chopsticks. I'm not as good as I should be for using it as much as I do. But you, you, you always do use chopsticks. I do when we go, like if we go to sushi or if we go to an, a Chinese restaurant. I'll, I definitely use a chopstick. Do you yes. think less of a guy who doesn't use? Chopsticks? No, I do not. You're not you're a chopstick snob. No, no. What you eat you, the food however you want. What about it, you? Man? Music, music. You and your uh, girlfriend. When you guys go, you recommended a sushi place around the corner to me once. 
uh, which means you know you like a good sush. Yep. Are you chopstick guy? Got to go chopsticks. Is your girlfriend chopsticks? She is. Do you think less of a human being that doesn't go chopsticks? Uh, I wouldn't say I think less of them. No. Well, you said you got to go. It you you kind of you kind of did the like. What do you mean? You got to go chopsticks. You got to go do it. Got got to do chopsticks. Well, for me personally, that's what I meant. Like, yeah, you, like I got to use the chopsticks because I thought that for me, I'm like, yeah, if I'm eating sushi, I want to use the chopsticks. Like, I got to use them. But it's such a much more efficient thing to use a fork or a spoon, right? Like when there's there's stray rice at the bottom of your bowl. <laughs> yeah, but that's for other forms of food, not just sushi. So you only use it for sushi? For the most part, yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Every day this time, we take you uh, to one of the great shows on Fox Sports 1 or Fox Sports Radio, we call it. And now. (laughs) Protecting your home team, Farmers Customizable Home Insurance Packages offer coverage options you can tailor for your home turf. Farmers, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Find agent, discover home coverage options and more at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. I'll be co-hosting First Things First tomorrow in New York. If you... You don't get up that early in the West Coast, 3.30 to 6.30 a.m. East Coast, 6.30 to 9.30 a.m. on Fox Sports 1. Here's Steven Jackson, NBA champion, former bunch of different teams, probably most known for the Spurs, maybe. I don't know, had this to say um, earlier on the show. I'm not agreeing with Kobe. LeBron's one of the best teammates I've ever seen as a star. LeBron has done everything. He has done everything right. When I talk about LeBron, I, I talk about a lot of things that he doesn't do as a player. What I would have done if I was in his shoes. But as far as him as a man, as a player, as a leader, as a as a teammate, he has done everything right. And there's nobody that can take anything away from him. It's great advice Kobe's giving. The problem is Kobe needed to give it to himself it's, ten it's, years it's, ago. It's advice my mom used to give me, boy. Don't do as I say. Don't do as I do. Right. <laughs> don't make the mistakes I did. Yeah. Right. The, Kobe is talking about LeBron needing to do stuff that LeBron is one of the best in NBA history at doing. That LeBron gets criticized for doing too much of, for always trusting his teammates. Here's what Kobe said. Leadership is not making guys better by just throwing them the ball. That's not what it is. It's about influence you have on them to reach their full potential. Huh. Is that criticizing LeBron for something he always does? Okay, here's the question. Was Kyrie Irv- Did Kyrie Irving feel like LeBron James made him better? I think the answer would be no. Right? Did Dwayne, did, was Dwayne Wade better with LeBron or without LeBron? He was better without him. Now, granted, they won more titles, to oh, another title, two titles, with him as opposed to without him. But was that the best version of him? I, I would say Chris Bosh would agree with this, that you they won with LeBron, and LeBron played hard, played defense, but you either caught and shot jump shots for LeBron and made them, or you wouldn't get the ball. That's it. And if you lose, it's your fault. I mean, even for Kobe, Kobe knows Jordan Clarkson because he played with Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson's a double-digit a game scorer, but he couldn't figure out how to work with LeBron James. And so what he's saying is it's not just about passing guys the ball so that they make shots and go like, see, I'm making them better. It's about more than that. And the video of game one, when J.R. Smith and the team collectively melts down, and then you melt down in reaction when there's still a game to be played, what he's talking about. 
So is some of this do what I say, not what I have done? Sure. But some of this is also, is LeBron James actually making guys better? Kevin Love was a dynamic. Do I think Kevin Love was as good as his stats in Minnesota? No. But do I think he's better than what they get out of him in Cleveland? I do. I think most people would agree with that. Most people would agree with that. That, like, you win, but you're going to win LeBron's way. And LeBron's way doesn't always bring out the best in everybody. What does the fuck say? Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. You see the exit velo on uh, Mike Trout's second home run? Mike Trout had two home runs last night. Two solo shots. Angels lost to the Seattle Mariners. His exit velo was 115 miles an hour. That's basically a rocket. By by uh by uh by any standards. But by baseball standards, that's basically you're on a rocket ship. I mean, absolutely crushed. Absolutely crushed. Uh this just in Alexander Ovechkin is drinking again. He may miss the first month of the season with with a polluted liver. Yeah, Ovi's not going to make the first month of the season. He killed his liver last year. Jeff Passan, Major League Baseball Insider, joins us upcoming next. Get his thoughts on what now for Shohei. It's Doug Gottlieb Show. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from beautiful, sunny Southern California, where if you go back uh, to the fall, we had... The Dodgers in the World Series, and just uh, you know, a week and a half ago, I said had the two best players in the American League. Now we just have Mike Trout, and the Dodgers are over five hundred. Important to point out, are are, are over five hundred. Jeff Pass from Yahoo Sports will join us in a moment. Um, let me just state this about the Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, fake beef. All right, this is fake beef. This is tofu. Kuzma said something in Bleacher Report about uh, Zoe, and then Zoe has a rap about Kuzma. They're actually friends. But this is kind of, this is one of those deals. It's like when you, uh, when guys start hitting each other in the arm or people, somebody playing slug bug, right? Start playing slug bug and guys start hitting harder and harder and harder. It's the reason you don't do the licks when it's your birthday. You ever do that uh, music? You know, however many birthdays you have, like guys can smack you that many licks that you get. It always gets out of hand. You start talking trash back and forth about each other. And it all starts out as, you know, your mama, your girlfriend, your this, your that, your dad. And then it gets more and more personal. You'll say something that really does that all of a sudden it'll undermine a friendship. So I got good sources in the Lakers and they're all like, look, this is fake beef. We just don't want it to grow into real beef. Uh, Jeff Passan covers Major League Baseball for Yahoo Sports. He also has Yahoo Sports MLB podcast that's released every Tuesday. Features big, some of the biggest interviews in the sport. Players like Mike Trout, Joey Votto, uh, Clayton Kershaw, and and many, many more. It's outstanding. You should download it. Jeff Passan joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Where are we with Shohei Otani? He's not, he's not having Tommy John, but he's likely to have Tommy John. Why, why not just... Why not just have the surgery? It's a great question. 
And, and when you have something like a torn ulnar collateral ligament, even if it's a partial tear like he has, you say, well, you know what, it's an inevitability that he's going to have the surgery. Why not get it done? There are two reasons for that. Number one is that while you can't totally, completely heal a UCL tear, as long as there is some of the ligament kept together, you can at least try to rehab it. And what they're doing right now is they've injected a mixture of platelet-rich plasma, Mm -hmm. which is blood that's taken out and spun around in a centrifuge, and they mix it together with stem cells from your body, and they inject it into the site of the wound, and they hope that all of the growth factors in that injection will help heal the ligaments, essentially, or at least make it more stable for him to go back out and pitch. Now, if he can't go out and pitch, here's the thing, Doug. Tommy John's surgery is going to keep Shohei Otani out, whether he has it now or whether he has it in October for the entirety of the 2019 season. So if they wait, let's say they determine he needs to have Tommy John surgery, and if they wait until October there's a chance he could still hit for the remainder of this season, even with a torn ligament in his elbow. Now, with Corey Seager, who's out because of Tommy John surgery right now, it was painful when he swung a bat. So that was part of the reason why they didn't have him, and he had to play shortstop. But Otani's a DH. And so if you can have a guy who all he's doing is swinging, if the swinging is pain-free and you know he's going to have the surgery, he really can't theoretically make it any worse then. And that's why in that lineup, they so desperately could use a left-handed bat and why Otani was so important and why losing him has been such a pain for them beyond what he brings on the mound. Look, the Angels didn't have to spend a lot of money to get him, and he, when healthy, was as good as advertised. I mean, you know, the stuff he was doing, granted, small sample size, but that's high school stuff, right? Being that good a pitcher and that good a hitter in Major League Baseball is crazy. But but considering... The limitations in use, and considering now it's probably going to be a year and a half without him, um, is there any buyer's remorse, you think, from the Angels? Uh, let's put it this way. If you were to go to all other 29 Major League Baseball teams and say you could have Shohei Otani right now with his torn UCL for a $20 million posting fee, a $2.3 million signing bonus, and whatever you have to pay him in annual salary – All 29 teams, in a heartbeat, would say, sign me up, I'll take that right now, and I'd even pay double for it. That's how valuable he is. I mean, let's just say that he's out all of next season. You still got him that third year at a $550,000 or so dollar salary. And this is a guy who's going to be worth four, five, six wins a year. If each win is worth seven, eight, nine million dollars, you're talking – $60 $60 million in surplus value in one year alone, potentially, from the guy. And I think that, frankly, is a pretty conservative estimate. Then you have him in arbitration where he's going to be underpaid for three more years. And after that, you potentially get a draft pick from him leaving via free agency, which itself is probably going to be worth 8 to $10 million. So it is a true deep bargain even with this surgery potential for Shohei Otani. I, I read where Jerry DePoto up in Seattle is like, hey, when Robbie Cano comes back, he's going to split time at, at, at second base. Is that just him puffing out his chest, or is that a reality? I think the Mariners probably look at it like this. They're not going to have him for the playoffs. 
And even though Robbie Cano uh, is going to be there and is going to be productive, you need to keep D. Gordon somewhat fresh for that potential postseason run because in October he's going to be the guy playing second base. Additionally, you know, Ryan Healy's played well at first base this year or, or has at least hit for a bit of power for the Mariners and has added that to the lineup. But the, the thought among scouts certainly has been that one of these years, I don't know if it's next year or the year after, Robbie Cano is going to need to move over to first base. And, uh, his, you know, his lateral movement is not quite what it once was for a long time. He's been one of the best second basemen defensively in baseball, but that's really not the case anymore. And when you got a guy like Gordon, who is one of the best second basemen defensively and happens to be a really good center fielder as well, uh, it's a nice asset and a nice backup plan to have because most teams, if you have Robbie Cano, you're paying $25 million a year to play second base. You don't have a guy who's as good as D. Gordon ready to back him up. Jeff Pass and Yahoo Sports joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I often say that Paul Goldschmidt, nobody nobody gives a Schmidt, right? Here's a guy who <laughs> is productive every year at an all-star level. Uh, I mean, look, Hall of Fame caliber numbers, no question. And yet he he doesn't he his his name just doesn't it doesn't ring a bell to mainstream fans. Baseball fans obviously know who he is, but the mainstream fans are like, eh, I, I kind of remember him, sort of remember him in All-Star game. He, he was he was down around the Mendoza line. Now all of a sudden he's yeah. I think he's hitting eight straight. He's got he had six straight multi hit games. What what's changed with, with with Goldschmidt? You know, the question for him early in the season was why isn't he catching up to fastballs? And is his swing slowing down? And look, when something happens and lasts for two months, you begin to really say, Okay, is there something going on here? You know, you can be in a slump for uh for a week, for a month, but once you get up up on the two month mark you start wondering, okay, like there, there could be something to this. But I think there was a sense always, and especially with the Diamondbacks, that Paul Goldschmidt ultimately was going to be fine. And his patience continued to be there. Baseball's just a hard game, man. And uh, look, in the end, is Paul Goldschmidt going to be a guy who makes the Hall of Fame? Is he going to be a guy who, who's ever a superstar? Uh, probably not, and probably not. But I, I ask you this question. How many superstars are there in baseball? Like, we've had this discussion on the podcast, and, and I came to the conclusion that there is no such thing as a superstar in baseball in 2018. I oh, think that Mike Trout... Not Mike Trout is, I think, right? I think Mike Trout's a superstar player, Doug. I don't think that Mike Trout's a superstar, and I think of a superstar is somebody who the average person on the street can tell you exactly who it is. And I don't know that the average person out there has any idea who Mike Trout is. I think, I think, I, I honestly believe this. I think they know who Trout is. Um, I think that because it's been beaten over your head that he's the best player in baseball. Um, I think they know who uh, judges because of the whole, the, because of the, the number of home runs he plays for the Yankees and the distance of the home runs last year. And I think Bryce yep. Harper, those would be probably yep. the three that come to mind. Yeah, you know what? When we initially when we went over this list, I had Trout, I had Harper, I had Judge, I had Kershaw, and there was one more in there that I'm forgetting now. And it, let's put it this way: the list wasn't big, man. I think I think the difference is, is that baseball is a local and parochial sport, and that you have a bunch of local superstars, people who in their cities are, are revered. But on the national level, baseball just 
doesn't play. And and I, I wish I had a way to go and judge. You know, you look, no pun intended, but you go and look at, at the most famous athletes in the world list that ESPN put out a few years ago, uh, a few weeks ago, rather. Not a single baseball player was on the top 100. And that says something right there. Yeah, it, it, it does. Um well, we all knew that Matt Kemp would save the Dodgers, right? That That's the one thing we knew we could count on. I mean, I remember, I was like, well, look, they, they got a lot of guys, but they got Matt Kemp, so it's going to be good. And that clearly is the reason that they've turned things around. They're off life support. Matt Kemp. The weird freaking game, man. I mean, Corey Seager goes are you, down. Are, are you going to go, Dodgers. that's baseball on me, by the way? Because that's, that's the classic. You know, that's baseball. That's baseball. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go, that's baseball, because I feel like that's baseball can can explain oddities yes this goes be this goes beyond oddity like matt kemp was like the dodgers were not just seriously considering cutting him they were flat out going to just let him go and and they didn't because it's like okay let's let the guy come to spring training and you know maybe we see something there and look matt kemp has dedicated time i think he he saw the end of his career near. He did not want to be the guy who went out overweight uh, and and loping around in the outfield like someone who deserved to be a designated hitter. And I think that rededication, it, it shows that when Matt Kemp works hard, man, he is great. Like the talent has always been there. We just haven't seen it for years because the dedication hasn't been there to match. Who do they add? Do they get, do they get Machado? No, I don't think they get Machado. I don't think I, I don't know that they they look at themselves this year as a team that's going to be contending or or has reason to go out and spend. And look, some years, man, you, like you can't be a buyer every year. I got it because yeah. if you are, because if you are, that's how your farm system bottoms out. Right. And look, the the Chicago Cubs are seeing that right now. Their system isn't close to what it was because they traded Glaber Torres to go get a role with Chapman because they traded Eloy Jimenez to go and get Jose Quintana. Like they spent on pieces and parts to go out and win championships. And I am all for that. That's just not the Dodger style though. And even though the national league is wide and I mean wide open this year, I don't know that it's wide open enough for these Dodgers at this point to justify going out and spending on a piece that's going to be as expensive as Manny Machado. All right, the Yankees though, they will be they will be buyers, right? I mean, and they need yeah. one more arm. You just can't do Servino and and then who? Who will that other arm that they go out and get be? There's not a lot of other arms out there right now. That's the thing. I mean, the the free, you know, the free agent class to come is comprised of either guys who are on contending teams and aren't going anywhere or someone like Cole Hamels who's a proven postseason pitcher, but isn't quite the guy that he used to be. And so I think that Hamels is certainly going to be tied to the Yankees. You wonder if with their deep farm system they go and make a run for Chris Archer. Uh, beyond that, though, they, I'm telling you, man, there's not a lot out there. And for, for the free agent class being as strong as it is, I'm not sure that there's going to be a, a completely crazy and busy trade deadline leading up to July 31st this year. Great stuff. Uh, his name is Jeff Pass, and he writes for Yahoo Sports. But the podcast, you got to download Yahoo Sports MLB podcast, the Trouts of the World, the Vados of the World, the Kershaws of the World, and a lot of other really good baseball players that mainstream America has not deemed a superstar. 
It's a great it's a it's a great discussion, but you'll hear you'll learn more about them from his podcast. Download it and uh, make it part of your listening day. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us, man. Well, it's always mine, buddy. Take it easy. Pleasure is mine. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Protecting your home team, Farmers Customizable. Home insurance package offers coverage options you can tailor for your home turf. At Farmers, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Find an agent at Farmers. Oh, excuse me. Discover home cov- coverage options and more at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. We think Chris Broussard will join us. And we might have beef. Uh, where's LeBron going? But we want to know. That's upcoming next. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, I, I, listen, so we've been trying to do some research here, okay? I've had Hennessy, but I can't tell you that Hennessy is on the rotation. Just not, right? Um, it's like a lot of you guys like country music. Yeah, well, I'll listen to country music. I just... You know, if you tell me you want to go to a country, like I'm not going to a country music concert or not a country music sort of guy, whatever. Um, Chris Broussard joins us. He knows a lot about hoop. Uh, Chris is, I mean, Hennessy is that is that black guy Scotch? Like, what is the what what is the hen is like? All of a sudden, Jordan Bell's running around looking for Hennessy. Of course, J.R. Smith people made Hennessy jokes with J.R. because he likes Hennessy. Give me give me the uh, scouting report on Hennessy. I've never ever had Hennessy. I drink a little bit socially, but I don't drink much. But uh, Hennessy. Hold on. Hold on. We're having trouble hearing you. Uh, pick up with him if you would. So we make sure we get it just, just right. I don't know if that's his. Is he had earpiece in? Was he working out? Sound like he was outside? A little beautiful breeze? Not sure. Um we got to get this. We got to get this. This scan report on Hennessy. Somebody else like to give us this scan report. All right, go ahead, uh, Chris. Uh, try us again. Yeah, you got me. Much better. Uh, never had Hennessy in my life. Believe it or not, I don't, I don't drink much. I drink a little bit socially, but I'm not the guy to ask about Hennessy. You can't tell me anything about it. Never had it. I mean, if it's become a popular drink with blacks, I mean, I know it's mentioned in a lot of hip hop songs. So. Yeah. I guess hip hop has made it a black drink. Is that? I don't know. I'm just. I'm just wondering. Like, I, I just. Know. I just want to be like. It's. I think it's an okay discussion to have. Like, am I? My missing. No, something, it is. Right. I just don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't drink. I've never drank Hennessy in my life. Uh, did you? I'm, did, I'm curious now to go to 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 have a a, a swig though. Yeah. No. No question. <laughs> I mean, Shannon. Uh, Shannon Sharp. I mean, he's like a one man. Uh, he's always publicized. You know, like I said, it's mentioned in a lot of hip hop songs and videos. You see it being thrown around, but I guess that made it, you know, a, a big drink uh, among blacks. I, I guess I don't but, know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I don't really drink enough to to know about it because, like I said, I drink very little. We drink little drink very little. What is your drink of choice? You have one. The, the, like Chris. you know what I love getting. I I just love drinking sangria. Nothing wrong with that. When we'll, I go we'll somewhere, I, if they have it, I get a little sangria. Um, I do like Bailey's Irish cream, though. Yeah, get I a little do bit, like that. Yeah, you get Bailey's in coffee afterwards, a little Irish coffee if you like, or you can get it on. Yeah, on, on I've never side. had it in coffee. But I usually get it, you know, when I get it on flight, when you fly, you know, when you yep. get that hookup. Yep, and they they you know you're talking you're class. talking first class big yeah. big big chairs another way of big chair another way of saying it. That's when I drink it because it's free. So uh, 
but yeah, I like those too. I love it. The admittance, I'm like you. I never order booze on a plane, but if it's free, I will drink booze <laughs> on a plane. Chris Broussard joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, let's get to KD. He, he, he allows Lee Jenkins in, and he basically is like, look, I'm just a basketball guy. I'm not a superstar guy. I'm I'm try, I'm just real with my emotions. Sometimes I get nervous. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm up. Sometimes I'm down. What was your takeaway from Lee Jenkins sit down with uh, with KD? Well, KD's been very you know transparent um, over the last really probably since he's gone to Golden State because you know OKC he and Westbrook weren't known to be good with the media. I don't know if it was that something they just had with the local media there, but. You know, KD has done so many of these sit-downs. Um, you know, Bill Simmons, obviously, on his podcast, and, you know, ESPN, and now Lee Jenkins. Uh, it just – I thought it was refreshing because, you know, he was transparent. Anytime you see a pro athlete, especially a superstar who's really transparent, uh, I think it's I think it's good. So, um, I thought he let you see kind of the human side, things you might agree, disagree with. But um, I, I thought it was good. I, I like KD uh, being open. Um, he's an interesting guy, very interesting. I, I agree. Uh, Draymond Green comes out through Chris uh, Chris Haynes at, at ESPN and says, hey, look, I, I took a pay cut last time. Whether or not he could have gotten the full $94 million or not, I would dispute that. But he got $82 million over five years. I'm not taking pay cuts this time. If I'm Golden State, I look at Cleveland and I see them overpaying really important role players and know that's one of the things that has hurt their ability to, to, to have, a, you know, more talent. I, you know, like I'm very cautious of giving Draymond green max money, no matter how valuable he is, he's replaceable more so than others. What's your thoughts on Draymond making now the point of AI, hey, I need to be paid at the level of the superstars. Yeah, I think you make a good point. Number one, I don't know that he could have got more than 82 million, you know, last time, um, and this time, you know, Draymond, as great as he is, especially in Golden State, he's viewed as a guy that if he went somewhere else and had to be like the man or maybe even the second guy, he wouldn't be able to do it. Now, maybe that's not true. I mean, I, I tend to share that view as well. People don't, you know, he's not going to be a big score, I don't think. Um, so I don't know that his value on the market would be as high as he thinks. He would get big money, but would he get, you know, a huge max deal? I'm not so sure about that. Now, I do think he's different than, you know, Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, you know, the guys in Cleveland. And Golden State is different. I mean, if they keep their heads straight, then this thing could go on for a few more years. Um, but uh, you, you already see, you know, everybody's now talking about money. You saw Tim Kawakami had a great – column where he brought up the possibility of you know would they eventually have to put together a package of Draymond Green and Clay Thompson to get Anthony Davis how interesting would that be um so I think if you're Golden State I want to bring it back one more year for sure and then kind of see how things are playing out one do we win it next year our guys is motivated do we play as well uh, but some changes to the core might be necessary uh, going forward. And the two I definitely don't want to mess with, even though all of them are pop, are um, all of them are very valuable, all four of them. But Durant and Steph, to me, 
are the two that that I'd want to keep above all else, all others. I I I tend to agree with you. Uh, Clay being third, and then kind of on down yeah. the line. Chris Broussard joining us on the Doug Gottlieb show. Uh, hold on a second, Chris. Let's get Isaac Lowenkron in here and uh, find out what else is going on in sports. Go ahead, Isaac. Doug, Adrian Wojnarowski reporting that the Raptors are hiring Nick Nurse as their new head coach. He spent the past five years and as, as an assistant on Dwayne Casey's staff, previously a head coach in the G League, winning a championship there. Today, the Golden State Warriors held their championship parade, and it was highly interactive, featuring Steph Curry punting a basketball into the crowd, Clay Thompson spraying champagne into the crowd, and perhaps most enjoyable of all, rookie backup center Jordan Bell wading into the crowd for a refill of Hennessy. We were concerned earlier when we received reports that a maniacal band of alcohol-fueled marauders were carousing (laughs) through Washington, D.C., only to learn that they were, in fact, the Stanley Cup champion, Washington Capitals, at a parade of their own, headlined by Alex Ovechkin. Uh, he sounds totally tober. That's what he says. Alex Ovechkin, new national hero. Finally, wait till you get a load of this NFL story that just dropped. Back in 2015, then 49ers running back Reggie Bush sustained a season-ending yeah. knee injury against the then St. Louis Rams when he slipped on a strip of exposed concrete after being pushed out of bounds during a game at the Edward Jones Dome. Well, today, a St. Louis jury found the now Los Angeles Rams liable for Bush's injury and ordered them to pay Bush $12.5 million in damages. Yeah, good luck luck getting a St. Louis jury. To to uh to to support the L.A. Rams in any way. Feel bad for the Rams defense attorney. That was an unwinnable situation. Yeah, that's that's a that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's um what do they call what do they call the defense attorneys? Which are they work you know from the state public defender. Uh, yeah, that's like that's basically like public defender. Like all right, so what do we got here? Well, we got him with the knife, and he made a confession on video, and he wrote it down, and uh, yeah. So anyway, that's uh. All right, thanks, Isaac. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Cars are a lot like sports. you got to have the right tools. You want to go far. Luckily, AutoZone has a free loan tool program with over 100 specialty tools to get the job done right. Stop in a day. Deposit is required. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Um, I believe they're friends that this is fake beef, not real beef. What are you hearing about uh, Lonzo Ball beefing with Kyle Kuzma on a new uh, rap song that's dropped? Yeah, I think this is totally just friends fooling around. I had Kyle Kuzma on my podcast, I don't know, a month or so ago, and he said they're great friends. They're boys, you know, they, that's his closest friend on the Lakers. Uh, so I'm with you. I was surprised. I thought Lonzo's line about, uh, I don't know if you, you listened to it, he said you don't know your dad or something, something to that effect. That was a little, that struck me like, man, uh, that's kind of a low blow uh, unless Kyle really just jokes about it. You know what I mean? With Lonzo or something like that. That struck me. But other than that, um, I thought, you know, I, as far as I know, they're good friends. Now, LeVar Ball was up at Fox today, and he said on the herd, yeah. Colin Cowherd, so that they're not that close. But I, honestly, I feel like, it's just a situation where LeVar doesn't really know, you know, how close they are. That's my opinion because 
I really believe that they're they're very close. And if it if they weren't close, and this was serious, I gotta believe as much as Lonzo obviously likes to put out rap stuff, rap songs. I don't think he'd do that. I mean, that would be ridiculous to do to put out a serious diss track against a teammate. Don't you think that'd be crazy? It, it would be. It would be crazy. I, I think that it's either Levar doesn't know or Levar thinks it's going to help sell albums. Uh, but it, it yeah. you know, I I can't. You might. I think the only issue the Lakers would probably have is it's like you said. There's one line in there about his dad, not knowing his dad. And all, all it takes is one line to be taken the wrong way. And now all of a sudden, it's it's just like playing slug bug with a buddy, right? Like, yeah, all right, you play slug bug. Now you hit a guy too hard, now all of a sudden a fight yeah. breaks out. Yep, exactly. It, we'll see. Isn't Kuzma supposed to come back, what, tomorrow or something? With, with something? Yep. Yeah, so I guess we'll find out there. I, like I said, he told me they were great friends. That was the closest friend on the on the team. Now, they, you know, He's gone back on Instagram, back and forth with Lamelo, the younger brother, and it's gotten a little where you look at some of it and you're like, are they are they serious? Or are they friends? And he told me it's all in fun and they're they're friendly. So he seems to be friendly with you know all three of the sons or at least those two. So I hope it's in fun because as I said, if it's serious. I don't, that's not a good look at all. Voice of Chris Broussard from Fox Sports. Of course, you can also hear him on Fox Sports Radio on the weekends um, alongside uh, <clears throat> alongside Rob Parker, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern time every Sunday. Okay, so where are we with the LeBron stuff? You know, um, I, I don't think the Lakers is necessarily the best basketball situation. I think the best basketball situation – would be, I think, Boston, actually, assuming they would trade Kyrie. Um, and then I think Philadelphia. I think those two are good. You stay in the East. Uh, but the Lakers seem to offer the best combination of family slash lifestyle and uh, basketball, winning. You know, he said he wants to stay in championship mode. If he goes there with Paul George and or Chris Paul, obviously you're going to be a contender. Uh, whether or not you can beat the Warriors remains to be seen, but you'd be a contender. And then for family, now his son, his oldest son is going going to be going into eighth grade, so high school is right on the horizon. So, you know, he's got to think about that. But I do feel like things are pointing toward the Lakers. I don't know that for sure. But if I had to pick one right now, it probably would be the Lakers. Yeah, well, any chance he stays? There's so many factors working against it. One, you know, the team obviously isn't that great. I think if they came back pretty much as is, you know, with whoever they pick ace, they wouldn't be viewed as a favorite in the East, and I don't think they'd get out of the East. And then you got the relationship with Dan Gilbert, which is strained to say the least. Um, I just I think there's a very, very slim chance that he stays in Cleveland. Why was he wearing that brace? I mean, yeah, I you know I don't I don't you know he he clearly was injured. I mean, you saw the the photos that ESPN put out of his hand, um, but I don't think it was good optics to wear the brace. It just didn't. It, it it's it opened him up to legitimate criticism about are you trying to make an excuse? And the thing is, there's no need to make an excuse. I mean. 
anybody that really, you know, knew the basketball, I mean, I don't want to insult those who thought it'd be a good series or that Cleveland would win, but, you know, they're overmatched, period. And to get swept, yeah, they did have chances to win, again, you know, one and three. There's no doubt about that. But to be swept by that team uh, with what the roster Cleveland had, no shame in that. All the superstars were swept in the playoffs at one point or the other. Um, and he played tremendously. I mean, his numbers, even though he wasn't as good in the last three games as game one, his numbers for the series were ridiculous. So I just, look, I, 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 I don't fault him. I don't know who leaked the story. I know Dave McMenamin from ESPN said it wasn't LeBron's camp that leaked it. So it could have just gotten out. But I just thought it was bad optics to wear that brace. You could have just put it on on your way home or something like no, that. No, there's no leaking of the story. He had a brace in his hand, and then he said he played much better. Than, like he leaked the he leaked the story. Well, it was it was out before he went to the uh, to the press conference. It was it was but breaking. The, the, the easy but the easy win for him, easy win is hey, I don't offer up any excuses. You know, like yeah, I could I, I could play if he just does that, and then. And then his, his staff, you know, his, his guys leaked the story like, you know, he actually played with a broken hand. That's the stuff of legend. Yeah. In, instead, yep. it's the opposite. It's like, what is he doing? We all thought he played fine. good, And we played great early on. And then, you know, they kind of shut it down in game four when it was over. All right, fine. He wasn't going to win. All right. Yeah, nobody's killing him for that. I mean, you're right. Like, if, he, if he's at that podium and he's got no brace on and they say, LeBron, there's reports that, you know, you hit a whiteboard and you broke your hand. He could even just say, look, yeah, I was frustrated after the game. You know, I, I did something stupid, but, you know, no excuses. I, I played. I was fine. And you're right. Then the story comes out, and it be, he becomes more heroic, actually. Uh, yes. I think they he misread that one, um, and it just, it just wasn't – the optics weren't good. No question. Uh, optics are good Sunday evenings. You're driving around. I encourage you. I implore you, if you don't listen to his podcast, you do listen to podcasts, it doesn't matter. Great stuff with Rob Parker. Sunday, 6 9 Eastern Time here on Fox Sports Radio. Check him out on all of our TV shows uh, as well. And we'll see if he gets a sip of Henny sometime this weekend for Father's Day. <laughs> I'm curious. I ain't going to lie. Now I'm curious. Me, you, and, you and me both. Talk to you soon, man. All right, man. Later. That's uh, Chris Broussard. Great guy. By the way, really good human being. It's the best part about the guys you work with. Rob Parker, who... We'll say some crazy stuff. Really good human being. Good dudes. Uh, Jason McIntyre, who uh, Ryan Music used to uh, work with. Also, really good dude. Kyrie and LeBron reuniting? Teaming up again? I got the latest for you. Next. Online shopping can be confusing. Well, not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. You guys look at me when I say 4.30 flight like I'm losing my mind. It'll be a little close, but we'll make it. We'll be all right. You're leaving today at 4.30? We all right. Okay. We all right. Let's get to the press. The press. Isaac Lowenkron, what do you have for me, my friend? Well, actually, on that note, I see a lot of red on the current traffic map on the 405 South, but we'll be monitoring that for you throughout the next several minutes. We start in the NBA, Doug. Kyrie Irving asked today if he would be open to reuniting with, you guessed it, LeBron James. Like I said, in this business, you 
I've, I've kind of experienced it all and I've, I've, I've seen a lot. So, um, you know, we'll see what management decides. Irving also adding that he is not considering that, an that, extension. That, that, by the way, was not a, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Didn't seem to be particularly enthusiastic, did it? You know, look, I've seen a lot of things. Sure. Uh, yeah, whatever. That that was not a that was not a definitely yes, absolutely. I wonder if that was prefaced by on the Eastern Conference All Star team because that's probably the only chance remaining. From the NBA to the NFL, and Andrew Luck today throwing in practice for the first time since last October. I had pain last year, right? I, I pain, and that I wasn't being honest to myself about, and that's that's a long yeah. That's yeah, and I was trying to get through pain per se. There's none of that right now. The owner, Jim Mercy saying he believes Luck will be ready for the start of training camp in seven weeks, and Luck saying that he will be ready for opening day, week one of 2018. Yeah, look, I mean, he better be. He hadn't thrown, he's just, but he just started throwing a football. So let's see how he feels tomorrow. Let's see how he feels the next couple of days. Uh, there's still a lot of time in between now and op- and when they play their first football game. But it's a lot like anytime you have an injury, the first thing is coming back and performing your activity. The second thing is, how sore are you afterwards? The Duke. Let's drop in on the Pittsburgh Steelers next. And today, star wide receiver Antonio Brown was speaking to the media. And while speaking to them, he had some words for them, them being the media. What did you learn from that process? Well, I'm still under pressure. You know, you guys in my face asking me about not showing up to volunteer practice. You know, you guys write about me every day. My mom, my kids see it. And I started to think to myself, am I really free? You know, I can't really express myself in this game. I can't really tell you guys how I feel. You guys make the pressure to put pressure on me all the time. Am I really free? Media critic Antonio Brown weighing in. He's not really free. Huh. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're allowed to say, you're, I mean, this is like freedom of speech. You have it. You're, all, you're not freedom from, free from repercussion. That doesn't matter with the job. I'm happy as hell. <laughs> just, just ask that uh, noted media funny man, Alabama head coach Nick Saban. On to Seattle, where Earl Thomas announced early Sunday morning that he is holding out for a new contract, and Pete Carroll asked about that for the first time today and said, quote, I'm just re- disappointed that he's not here and all that, but will let itself play out, unquote. Those are the words of Pete Carroll today regarding the Earl Thomas holdout. This is the same Earl Thomas that went into the Cowboys locker room that said, when I'm available, come and get me. Same yeah, that was the same, same guy, right? Okay. Okay, same guy. Okay. Yeah, it was also interesting when Tr- Thomas posted that tweet. All the Cowboys fans basically replied in the comments to that tweet on Sunday with the exact same thing. Hey, welcome to Dallas. Come to Dallas. Now to the defending right. Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Doug Peterson saying today about their quarterback situation, I still believe this is Carson Wentz's team. I don't have any other. I don't think differently about that. And he was also asked if Nick Foles also sees it that way, and Peterson replied, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody would would deny that. Carson Wentz is the guy there and they'll they you know, they changed uh, they changed his back at Nick Foles contract, one to reward him for the Super Bowl, but also to protect themselves in case he, he you know, they're not ready to start Carson Wentz the season at the start of the season. But um I do think it's it's gonna be fascinating to see when they put him back. Wentz has already been going through drills. Uh, moving laterally, throwing a football. So I don't think there's any reason to believe he won't be ready. Yes! 
And finally, as the situation on the 405 South continues to deteriorate 12 miles an hour at National Boulevard right now, we go back to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are bracing themselves for life perhaps without Le'Veon Bell. Another Steelers receiver, Darius Hayward Bay, who apparently thinks a lot more of the media than Antonio Brown does, hopes that... The Steelers and Le'Veon Bell will fall in the middle and make a decision, but also believes the players are ready to play without him. He said, I think last year a lot of guys were like, oh, Le'Veon's not here. Nobody cares. We're out here, and we have to get work done. We'll see Nobody. him when we see him next man up. Yeah, look, look, he told us at the Super Bowl that that if he, they, they don't get a long-term deal done and they offer him a franchise tag, he ain't going. To, you won't see him until training camp, and you might not see him until the season starts. So we know this act with Le'Veon, uh, and we know how it ends. It ends with him signing that that tender if they can't work out a more team friendly long term deal. You like that? You like that? Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. All right. So look, he, here's what we have come to. If you read the Kevin Durant article, Lee Jenkins uh, chronicled him in Sports Illustrated. You come around. You come across thinking. Boy, Kevin Rant is a little insecure, a little sensitive, and completely and totally real about it. Right? He's just real about it. Look, I, I go through ups, I go through downs, but everybody around him says it's not one of these guys that hides his emotions. He His emotions correspond with how he's actually feeling. It's refreshing. It's not fake. Doesn't mean it's easy to love all the time, but... Real is hard to understand because so many others are so fake about it. Want to make make you want to act like they dot all their eyes with hearts, right? I don't think there's real beef between Conzo, preferred between Kuzma and Lonzo, and I don't think it has any effect on LeBron James. We'll talk to you live from New York City. Get you ready for the U.S. Open tomorrow on the Doug Gottlieb Show only on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 